You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Ki Reese. And I'm Laura Brodnick. And holy moly, two big things happened yesterday. One of them being that Queensland's reopening, so we will get a hot, hot family summer. <laughs> Summer, wow. I know, I haven't stopped crying since yesterday, but I pulled it together for the spill. I just didn't think it was going to happen for us that we were going to get to go home for Christmas I know, this year. we would have had to spend Christmas together in Sydney. <laughs> you, you, me, Charlie and Albie in your Bondi apartment wearing matching Christmas tops. It actually sounds kind of cute. Yeah, I'm into it. We would have played some banana grams, drank some wine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's probably better we're going home to see our families after being locked out for six months, though. So true. Well, the other huge thing that pretty much rivaled that excitement for us yesterday was the fact that the celeb couple of the moment... Shut up, Laura Brodnick. Yes, we were excited about this, Okay. Oh, yes, I see you going. That was my segue. (laughs) So, of course, I'm talking about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. They got engaged yesterday. So, huge news that, look, if you read between the lines, we kind of saw it coming. But it's the footage from the celebratory dinner that has everyone talking today. We're going to go through all of the details and then talk about what it all means. But before we do that, we have the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. This is Big Brother. Well, in Australian TV news today, I mean, news is a bit of a strong word, but just go with it here, just to be clear. The list of ex-Big Brother stars who are returning for the new season has leaked, and it looks like a lot of infamous names are coming back. So recently, Channel 7 held their Upfronts event, which is taking media through all their new releases for 2022. And it was confirmed then that next year's Big Brother will feature an all-stars format with past housemates returning to compete alongside brand new housemates, which is very exciting if you're into the Big Brother universe. So this new season is called Big Brother Back to the Future, and it's set to premiere after the new celebrity Big Brother entitled Big Brother VIP, which is starting next month. That's the one with Caitlyn Jenner in the mix. Sorry, uh, we're probably yes. going to talk about that Forgot when it comes that. out. Yeah, I know, right? Just like a bad dream, it's coming back again. <laughs> so according to information leaked by the So Dramatic podcast, the new list of celebrity people who were famous in their seasons who are coming back include 2013 housemate Tully Smythe. So she hasn't confirmed that, but she's on the list. So she's a friend of the pod. She has co-hosted The Spill before. Obviously, we don't have any extra intel, but I'm sure once the news comes out, we can chat to her about that. Also on the list is 2013 winner Tim Dormer, along with Gay Cowboy, as he was called on the show very beloved housemate Dave Graham from 2006. Loved him. Yeah, he was great. I'm excited about him coming back. I watched that season, so I was like, yes, I know someone. <laughs> so from the 2012 season, Estelle Landry and Layla Subritsky are coming back. <gasps> oats a la Layla. Oats, oats a la Layla. <laughs> that was this little jingle they sang when they made oats. Oh, I actually know that. I feel like this has permeated pop culture way more than maybe other people, and including me, have given it credit for because all these names are recognisable. And also 2003 winner Reggie Bird. Oh, so people it. are looking forward to that. So obviously none of this has been confirmed, but also Channel 7 hasn't shut it down, which is a pretty good indication that at least most of these names are right. So filming is allegedly happening right now, and 
we'll see that on our screens next year. I have a question for you, Laura Brodnick. Are they going to stick to this new format of like the games and everything? Because I just don't see the OGs coming back and having to play in that new format. Like the reason why we got Oats a la Layla is because they were bored to death and that forces them to have like really interesting interactions. So are they going to stick to this new format? Yes, I don't have the exact intel on that, but I'd say from kind of how it's all going that that really hardcore, more survivor style won't be brought along to this new season. Like I think they'll still obviously have all the challenges. I don't know if anything like Friday Night Games will come back, but I feel like getting all these recognisable people in the house is the draw card for that, whereas bringing Big Brother back with that cast of more unknown people, that was the draw card, that it was Big Brother meets Survivor. So I feel like this one, if you're going to bring old school contestants back, just put them in the old school house and let them fight and kiss and have, you know, jokes and stuff and just let people watch people in their real environment. Also in the news, pop star turned reality TV star turned entrepreneur Jessica Simpson has brought back the majority stake in her billion-dollar fashion empire. So this deal had been in the works since August and it was following the news that parent company of Jessica Simpson Collection Fashion, that Sequential Brands Group Incorporated, had filed for bankruptcy protection and very quickly started basically selling off its whole portfolio. So since that announcement was made, Jessica and her mother, Tina Simpson, Simpson, who owned a minority 37.5% stake in the brand that they actually founded back in 2005, had been negotiating with the parent company to buy back the remainder of the business. So in an exclusive with Footwear News, Jessica Simpson said, it means the absolute world to me to be able to take over complete ownership of my brand. After 16 years in business, I feel ready to meet this exciting phase with open arms. I know the sky is the limit when my mum, our incredible team and I lock into our customers completely. The reason why I thought this was so interesting is just because how much of a journey this brand has been on. Like many people dismiss this brand when it first came out, but it just kind of went on going from strength to strength and built this big cult following and basically became one of fashion's longest running success stories. But it made me think about the time when, do you remember that reality TV show Fashion Star? It's big, it's beautiful, it's sexy. This has never been done before. It's their life on the line and their careers on the line. 14 designers, one winner. Came out in 2012 and Elle McPherson hosted it and Jessica Simpson was oh, a mentor. Oh, yes, it's coming back to me now. Yes, so she was a mentor alongside Nicole Ritchie and John Varvatos. And the amount of shit that Jessica Simpson got for being cast as a mentor was intense. It was like, you don't deserve to be there. She even addressed it on the show, I remember, but basically saying that she didn't deserve to be there. She wasn't real in fashion. But all the while she'd been like quietly spawning this huge fashion empire that no one really knew about because she wasn't really yelling it from the rooftops. So it's just wild really thinking about that all come together and it makes me think like her fashion career and being taken seriously in the fashion industry has kind of been held hostage by the media's relentless critique of her kind of like what they deem to be questionable fashion choices, like the mom jeans drama. And I think it all comes down to was the fact that like she didn't have the look that fashion was meant to look like. But she's killed it anyway and now is a billionaire with a 100% stake in her own brand. Boom! Well, yesterday the celeb world was buzzing. And so was my office, if I'm being honest with myself. Well, virtual office, because many of us are still working at home. And it was all about the news that our favourite thumb-sucking, mosh-loving, <laughs> PDA goth couple, Kravis, 
are engaged. That's right. After almost 10 months of dating and a 20-plus year friendship, the reality star turned CEO of Poosh, Kourtney Kardashian, said yes to her rocker boyfriend, Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker, after he got down on one knee outside the Rosewood Miramar Beach Hotel in California. It's reportedly one of their favourite spots that they often vacation to on the weekends. And down on the beach, they were surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands, of red roses that had been shaped in this gigantic love heart with white candles kind of framing it and them just stood in the middle, him on one knee and a personal photographer to document the moment, of course. So this will be Court's first marriage. We know she dated Scott for 10 years and they've got three kids together, but they never actually got engaged. And this will be Travis's third marriage. So he was married to Melissa Kennedy from 2001 to 2002. And then he also was married to Shana Mokla from 2004 to 2008. And together they have three kids, Landon, Alabama, and Atiana Dallahoya. All right, now we've got through that. Laura Brodnick, I'm dying to hear your first thoughts on the engagement that we all kind of pretty much definitely saw coming. I mean, look, I don't mean to upset you here because I felt like when these photos went up of the engagement, I heard the scream from Bondi. It traveled across Sydney. <gasps> Seagulls were scared. <laughs> Little children ran inside to their mums, which was Key Reese finding out this announcement. So I don't mean to say anything bad, but do we think this was a setup engagement and the real one happened off camera? Because that's what people are saying today. Yes. Because I think yes. obviously it's beautiful and lovely. And even my cold, dark heart got like a bit mushy when I saw Travis's older two kids posting photos from the celebration dinner being like our new family and watching Courtney and Travis hugging at dinner and stuff. So that was all really cute. But in all the behind the scenes photos, because they had that big dinner afterwards and there were so many people there with huge Instagram followings, not just the Kardashian Jenners, but also all their hangers on and friends who also have their own Instagram followings now because of being on Keeping Up With The Kardashians. They were all there. And in the background, all you could see is camera crew and heaps of cameras and boom mics going over the table and people being moved around. So it seemed like it was being hardcore filmed and stage managed by the team of their new Hulu show. So now there's a heap of speculation that their real engagement took place during their recent Las Vegas trip where it was private and this was a bit more of a production for the show so they could have their private moment and then they could film this for the show because it doesn't track with Kourtney Kardashian to have such a huge public thing. Like they were right on the beach. People were tweeting like, oh, my dad's watching Courtney and Travis get engaged. And there's like a guy just leaning over the ledge of the hotel watching this happen. So do you think? Well, it's definitely for the show. We know that from like the family dinner that you referenced there that kind of happened after and we saw that in the footage. So it was very obvious that they're definitely filming for their new Hulu show. But just the way that the engagement kind of came together, like, I mean, it was at their favourite spot that they often go to. So that would have gotten her by surprise but at the same time the long walk down the beach like for me that's not court like court's like very understated but if you think about Courtney in this relationship it's been completely different to how we've ever really seen her before in a relationship and if you look at Travis and his history with like you know big kind of gestures of love it does track for him and is on brand so in one case, I'm kind of like, I kind of think it was a setup to kind of redo it for the Hulu show. They needed a storyline and they're both kind of happy to have a public relationship. Like I think she's really found someone that doesn't mind living their life in the limelight. But on the other hand, I'm like, everyone remembers those photos back in Vegas. They were just photos of them being really cute running around like the corridor of whatever, like 
big, huge hotel they were staying in. But everyone kept captioning the photos with like an engagement ring. So everyone was like, did you guys just get engaged? You're in Vegas. Did you guys just get married? So I don't think we'll ever know, but I appreciate that they've gone to the effort to reenact it for us because it's going to make me watch that damn show as soon as it comes out on Hulu, let me tell you. Exactly. And I think this is the, I mean, not that we need clarification, but I think it's so clear now that the Hulu show is just keeping up the Kardashians because E obviously wouldn't pay them any more money and they've taken the exact same show and formula over to Hulu. And we know the show's coming out earlier than normal because they're trying to capitalize on all the events that are happening now so I mean that's the thing with the Kardashians it's like there's always like a stroke of like real family events happening but it's all just stage managed for the camera which I appreciate it's why we're talking about them yeah for sure on that note though why we're talking about them I just wanted to kind of highlight like it's not just me who's gone Kravis crazy. Like it seems like the world is really crazy for Kravis. And what I thought was really interesting is last night when I was like obviously scouring through everything on Instagram related yeah. to Kravis <laughs> engagement, I saw that comments by celebs who's like a Instagram account that captures celebrity content and also celebrity comments, hence the name, they put up an Instagram story saying that the only other time that they'd had this much positive feedback from their like 1.7 million followers was the backstage stage pics of Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston hugging at the SAG Awards. So if you think about them, obviously Brad Pitt's on our shit list. We do not stand him (laughs) any longer. I mean, allegedly, we have to say that. But this is huge by comparison. Like that's how invested people are in this union. And what I think it really comes down to is that Court's like finally getting her happy ending because we went through it with her. Like we had 10 years of Scott. We were in Miami. He was punching windows. He was going on benders. She was saying, I love you, but I love Mason more. Like those were huge (laughs) moments, you know? And then we saw him act like a dick and she stood by him like when he stuffed that money into that waiter's mouth in Vegas, you know? And then we saw her finally just be like, or after she found bloody pap photos of him gallivanting around Europe with a young hip stylist, knowing that he'd obviously very publicly cheated on her. She was like, that's the last straw for me. And she really kind of put a little line in the sand, she was never going to get back together with him. So I think that that show almost pushed them to keep getting back together, whether it was for a storyline or not. So I think that, you know, she had to kind of go through that and she finally found her person and now she's really happy. And I think that's why we're so happy for her. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some truth to that because, well, you're right, we did watch so much of their relationship unfold over those 10 years. And, yeah, there were times where, like, I remember watching the footage of her crying on the floor, heavily pregnant while he was throwing things around the room and smashing things. And it's easy to kind of look at that with a trashy eye. But if that wasn't the Kardashians, if that was happening to one of your friends, you would just be horrified at that level of Completely. domestic abuse happening. So I think that definitely has something to do with it that this seems like this long-awaited fairy tale. But also just because we've watched so much of it happen publicly I think if they'd kept it all behind the scenes it would have made news but people wouldn't have had that personal involvement speaking of Scott though apparently he is livid now he hasn't made any kind of a public statement but according to sources and one of them is People Magazine and we know that they normally double triple check before they publish anything is that he is absolutely livid and he doesn't think it's going to last and normally I'd be like oh I wouldn't take a secret source seriously but after those 
private DMs between him and Eunice Benjima, Courtney's other ex, those came out of him trashing Courtney and Travis for like being all sexy in Italy came out. I feel like it's probably true. Yeah, look, I think it is. It was no secret that he was still trying to get back together with her. I think there was an element of truth to that. The other thing about Scott is like, this is so mean. It was like fans being serious, but then trolls being assholes, basically doing like welfare checks on oh, Scott's yeah. Instagram. So his latest photo being like, hey, Scott, are you okay? Scott, man, heard about the engagement. Are you okay? I'm like, this poor man, like, obviously no one deserves that. Like, that's pretty like horrible. Also, a bit of tea, Amelia Gray liked Chloe's repost of Courtney's engagement photo. So that's huge. Amelia Gray as in Scott's most recent ex, so there's still bad blood there. While we're on the topic of famous exes, though, I just wanted to bring up Shayna because she's also not doing real well. So just to refresh, Shayna Mokla, former Miss USA and ex-wife of Travis Barker and mother of his three kids. So following the news yesterday, she took to Instagram and posted a story that read, temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance basically kind of hinting the fact that she would be taking a break from social media and later shared a two-part quote which read, before you ask why someone hates you, ask yourself why you give a F-U-C-K. So that doesn't sound good on the ex front. They don't sound like they're too happy. But look, love wins at the end of all this and everyone else is happy and I just can't wait to see their goth mosh and wedding. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I love it when we can just be free and talk about the Kardashians. It's my favourite subject, only because we know it so well and the vibe is just strong. I love it. If you do say so yourself. (laughs) Even if I do say so myself. If you say so, you listening out there say so too, you should swing us a little follow, please, and then also leave us a review and say vibe check, vibe good. We would love to see it. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick and Maddie Joanno with audio production by Leah Porges. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.